Hey, it's Peter Collins here. You're listening to In Conversation with myself, obviously, just said that, and Colm, Gavin, and... What your name is? Gary. Greg. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> <laughs> it's not Gary. No, it's Greg. Greg. <laughs> Fucking geez. And Greg. There you go. Uh, yeah, you are listening to In Conversation with uh, myself, Colm, and obviously I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Greg Mulhall. How you doing? And Gavin Kelly. How are you? Uh, both arriving late, I'm going to admit, at the start of the show. But Greg was coming from Leash, Gavin, James at the gate. I let it slide. So, so called the traffic. What? I let it slide. I got yeah, exactly. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. You're a horrible. Anyways, yeah. let's... And today we are joined by a man who has probably the longest radio show I've ever heard of. Yeah. A five-hour slot. Five hours, ten to three, yeah. On Spin 103.8. It's the one and only Peter Collins. Thank you, guys. How, are you? How are you, Peter? I'm good. Pleasure to be here. Now, I usually start the interview by asking the guests uh, what they initially thought uh, when we asked them to be on the show. But of course, we asked you in probably we asked you last April, so you might have forgotten. April, yeah. But uh, what 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 was the thought when we kind of approached you and asked? Three goofy looking students yeah. coming up saying, um, "Well, we weren't we were looking well in suits. You were looking very well yeah. at the student awards. Um, I was kind of surprised. It was kind of exciting, really, because I was first when I got the email to judge the awards I didn't really expect it anyway mm. uh, so to do that was good and then for people to come up to actually kind of recognise who you were it's kind of like uh, an uplifting time and then you yeah. guys just like asked me to go to podcast I've never actually gone on it before I've done a podcast this is actually probably what I can think of the first podcast wow the first one oh, nice. <laughs> for ICW I, I like Clippets and Graham and Nathan's uh, ones but they said they won't let me on their podcast until I start listening to their podcast <laughs> so they've done I don't know how many I think they're up about 80 podcasts now yeah they are Listen yeah. to five minutes of the first podcast. They set up to listen to ten before I'm allowed on podcast. <laughs> it's actually quite so. apt that you mentioned them because in this room that we're in now, we're in a boardroom in the uh, U. We also interviewed Ian Dempsey at the start of last semester, and he actually recommended the two boys yeah. as a podcast to listen to and maybe pick some hints up. Yeah, from. he was just on there. Um, their last yeah, he was. Last yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. So obviously, you're no issue in coming here today. No. Then. Um, yeah, he said he, you were only coming from Leeson Street, so it wasn't yeah. the, the, no, too, the, bad too, too bad to go. Yeah. Um, right, so we'll, we'll get into it. So, so anybody that doesn't know Peter, if you don't listen to Spin regularly, or and Peter is a DJ with, with the radio station, he's on from 10 to 3, which is, you know, it's a, that's a fair... It's a lot shit. of radio. Yeah. That's a lot it of radio. is a lot of radio, but it was initially 10 to 1, and then when there's a rejig of the schedule and stuff, um, the talk show was taken away because Spin wants to move towards towards like um, a CHR station um, just kind of hot music the whole time um, so they got rid of the talk show extended the news a little bit some parts and then there's features thrown onto the zoo crew that made their talk a little bit more to make up that time they were missing out of the talk one of our former uh, head of radio here yeah. in DCU Jazz Keen Mr Keen indeed yeah um, so that's when my show was switched from 10 to 1 until 10 to 3 and I think I'll be doing that I'd say nine months now, nine, ten months. Very good. I can't remember. I think it was March or April when I switched, when it switched over to them. Very good. And you're obviously fine okay then? Yeah, it's good. It's long. Yeah. It's very long. Do you get, like, you obviously get breaks at some point. So yeah, know. so at times I will, so for about one, I would, might just pre-rec a couple of links and go out, grab some food and then come back. Yeah. And then get on the rest of the show. Um, it's kind of weird now that you do a three-hour show, I look at the clock like, oh, it's 10 to 1, finish 10 minutes. I'm like, Seven returns to go. Like, yeah. so it's like, it is good, but then like you're in there some days, and you've got Ariana Grande playing five times. <laughs> God, I don't know if I could do this much. It could be a vicious circle. Yeah, yeah. Right. especially with her. Like, <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll come to how you got into spin first of all, but let's take you back. So you told me as we were coming up that you did a very similar course, and we're actually in DCU a bit for it uh, in Valley Farmer College. Yeah, to what we were doing now, which we were doing communications, of course. You did a. A media related course as well? Yeah, so I'll just do my education, the minute's kind of long there. I was going to swear there. You guys swear there? I actually, oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. We already have the little E beside our name, and, uh, yeah. and that's never going oh, away. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> so you work, work away. Um, I actually left school, went to, I think leave school, I finished school, went to Glasgow and studied sports journalism for a year. Um, left there after first year. Because the course only started about four years, so still only found its feet, so it wasn't fully like thought out yet. And it was dedicated sports journalism. Yeah, it? just sports journalism. So it's exactly what I wanted to do, but uh, it turned out it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. that was actually it wasn't some, ready, like, something coming through school is actually sports journalism. Like I looked at journalism because I actually realized going through the CAO or whatever, there's no dedicated sports journalism. No, at least no. the level eight. I don't think it's necessary though. You know. Yeah, but there is when you, when then when you look across the the water at the UK, there's tons of them. 
There's a lot up there. Yeah. I suppose they just have more universities and colleges, yeah. anyways. Oh, uh, yeah, I was never getting into the journalist course over here because I wasn't getting those points. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, left that for a year, came back here, did journalism in Rath Mines, college for the education for two years, then finished that and went into the um, degree in media production management at Body Firm, and then for a year. That was of course the uh, the degree at Rath Mines has some. Uh, well-known alumni, it yeah. Does. Yeah. some of our former guests uh, like Royal Nugent, who yeah. uh, you'd know from RT and uh, doing the rugby. Yeah, he's a former alum of uh, that. But was when was radio uh, first thought of as a potential career? Path? It never was. No, uh, never. I fell into it. Um, there was in my course in Rat Minds in first year we had uh, writing for radio as one of our pieces, basically writing for news or just short scripts, and that was it. And you go into the studio and you can speak it out. Blah, blah blah and that was it never never thought of it at all and then I started working in a shop in town where I was employed on Martin Guilfoyle yeah, yeah Martin Guilfoyle yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was working there as well we were just getting chatting away he was like we're doing college and I was like studying journalism and then he's like oh and then I was like what are you doing he's like oh, yeah, I'm a radio center it's been I'm a DJ and I was like oh radio's pretty cool how'd you get into it blah blah and then uh, he, I, he was like well, it's actually just an online station at the minute to help people to get into it. That spinner setting called Freak.fm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people spin there. Yeah, walk out yeah. Nearly. it's kind of known as the training ground for like the likes of spin. And yeah, like, literally, literally well. the entire full time schedule of spin today. Yeah, bar Steve K started. Came true. Came true. Oh wow. Um, and actually, um, while we mention it, one of our our current uh, heads of radio here in DCU FM. Uh, Collar work has just started in Freak as well. Oh, I've yeah, seen that. On a sports show, Saturdays 10 to 12. Oh, very good. So, uh, yeah, Freak. Dylan's in, uh, and Dylan is in RT Pulse. He's his Pulse deputy. He's, he's working mm. away in Pulse. Yeah, online seems to be the kind of the training ground before you get onto the. Yeah, the especially when it's ad free because you can't get him in trouble then because no one's paying. So you can say whatever the hell you want. Uh, so, yeah, he was like, I'll put you in touch with Brian Marr. Um, send him an email, say you're interested and give it a go. Um, send Brian an email, came in, chatted him, show me the studio. And he's like, I'm on Wednesday, do a show from 6 to 9. And if you like it, you do. If you don't, you can leave it. And then I went to him and just never left. But he did Like, it just, he just one day got a job in a clothes shop, talked to a guy, and then went into it. It never crossed my mind. But and even, even when you were, like, you know, emerged in, like, you were doing, what, media production management in... Uh, I was I was already in radio before that. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, you, you were in, like, a media sphere at that time. Yeah, it was, yeah. And even still, radio hadn't... No. Just never. All I wanted to do when I left school was write okay. uh, for sports. Because mm-hmm. I wrote for the school newspaper for sports, and then after school, I was like, right, that's what I want to do. That's why I speak, pick sports journalism particularly, because I was like, well, I'm not studying anything else, because this is not what I want to do, this is what I want to do. So I found a course with the name, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Never looked into it, and I was like, well, that was a bad idea. And <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing my research, it said that uh, you wrote for Bleacher Report for yeah. two years? Yeah, I wrote for Bleacher Report for two, two and a bit years. Um, it's a cool site to, to work for, the, the way it kind of works. Um, you just literally send them an article, and it's like, I think it's, at the time it was like either a quarter or it was 33% of applicants get accepted to write for them. And you start like at the bottom tier, and you, you, anything you write gets published, but every time you write it, it goes to an editor that reads it. Yeah. Now, I think for a lot of the articles, the speed they got back to you, uh, I'd say it was. Yes, they didn't, might not have read it. No, I, I'd say it must be an algorithm computer based article that yeah. read it to make sure that. Because you had to like hyperlink URLs and where you get this, where you get that, blah blah blah. Um, anyway, so I wrote, I wrote about that for a while. You kind of made way up, way up a small bit. You get your own like, like page. You, you resell milestones on your on your profile. Mm-hmm. And after a while, because um, people will pull from Bleach Report and put it on their own things, but credit Bleach Report and the writer as well. So you can go to like my friends in like San Francisco, Time, the Times, whatever whatever paper it was in San Francisco. So that's where HQ is for Bleach Report. Yeah. He was on one of those papers. You get credit for that. So it's a great way to get up in it and. After a while, I think you can start making money on it if they're monetizing on your page. I think page. that's a similar model to the likes of um, Joe, or maybe not Joe, not um, Joe. who else was it? Um, Punditorino. Punditorino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, I think that's where they got their concept from. Pundit yeah, they're, yeah. Very, they're very similar in that. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. They're, sure they, they're paid per, well, I think after they're a while, paid, after you've been there a while, like, you're paid on, per yeah, click. Clicks or yeah, shares. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the same concept for Bleach Report, but I think Bleach is on a far bigger scale. Yeah. Actually... Uh, that's interesting because uh, I don't know if Bleacher is the same, but they are paid on clicks slash shares. When you were writing for them, did you find it hard not to be like, okay, we might vamp up the title a little bit yeah. just to encourage people to click on it? Uh, how do you mean, sorry, you uh, Were you ever tempted into doing a bit of little, little like clicking click, myself? Clickbaiting? No, no. Like, no. If, if uh, oh, well, like you can do that. Oh, yeah. I'd be disappointed if you didn't do that. Yeah. Like, refresh, refresh, yeah, refresh. Just keep... <laughs> um, um, 
No, I actually never really thought of that. I just wrote what I thought would kind of suit the article at the time. Um, what was it that you were pro- probably a lot of rugby? Yeah, it was mostly rugby. rugby um, it was actually when you type in Munster Rugby on the site and it's actually the only articles were for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept writing for that. So at the time, it's rugby, golf and football. Um, but it's, it's, it's a hard thing to keep up with because the main guys on Police Report for the main sports, like the top of stories, that's nearly their jobs. They always have those stories the stories around college, like, oh, I might write an article tomorrow. Yeah. Like, like, let's do stuff like eight, nine hours ago. It kind of suits. You put still, your own one up. And yeah, it kind of suits that end. Like, if they're that successful, they might as well make that their full time priority. Whereas, yeah. if you just want, if you just think of an article and yeah. you want to publish in your spare time, mm-hmm. you yeah. might earn a couple of quid off the back of it. Yeah, exactly. But they have a cool. What they, they did was they had obviously had the emails and the list of who their writers and what sports those writers wrote for. So at a time when like the Masters was coming around or like the US Open, you get an email as a golf reporter saying, right, we have all these stories that we want done. So they knew these stories to get clicks on their website and mm-hmm. track people. So like, who wants to do what and who can do which, um, and then you pick your ones you wanted to do now. And that, that obviously lasted for I don't know, probably a year, two years. And then after that, I just had the time. I wasn't replying to stuff. Just, you just kind of like life gets in the way, and you kind of yeah. just fizzle out of it. Yeah. Uh, so it's fair to say that you were engaging with the journalism side of what you were studying. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was that ever a possibility that you were going to f- immerse yourself in that in that life? I think I totally would have if I hadn't met Martin and went to radio because. I mean, that's what I studied, so like, what's this one to do? Because off the back, like, that's what I would have done. Now, in saying that, I was always going to do that media production management degree, but I don't know, it could have been a different story what I did after that if I hadn't started to do radio before it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if I took a journalism, then the media production management, but I kind of radio kind of came in between those as well. So kind of like, I think I did was like radio based really after that. And so in Freak, your first show or your first slot or whatever was yeah. it very much setting the pace for what you would do now in spin or was it a bit of uh, I started what that was um, you two this is relatively members that's how it started <laughs> so it's absolutely shocking stuff I, I had all the audio of my first stuff initially and some random links to it where people just pot into the studio like five years in there just talking absolute garbage and then on my laptop broke and I literally lost everything oh. which is really annoying I had everything from there like the likes of Luca Fuego was in there Rebecca Shackleton, Graham, Nathan, all this raw stuff when we were young and like just at the very start of radio and now that's just gone because I broke my laptop. So that's a bit of a pain, but I guess that happens. Actually, we have a, we have a similar story to tell in our own... Do we? Yes, so our, our very <laughs> first interview, if, you're, if you remember correctly. Oh, well, as Way back in first semester. Who was your first one? Roddy. Roddy Flynn. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, yes. There's so more DCU FM didn't have the facilities to record audio. Yeah, more. Right, well, don't, like, don't call him out like on our yeah, podcast. Geez, What's your year, problem? Last year. They've served as well, like. Oh, you're, oh, so you're just going to blame Jack Matthews Colin for it, like. Colin Dillon are doing a great show. All right, so I want Jack okay, or shit, yeah, like. Just at Jack Matthews, if he's listening, which he's probably not. But uh, <laughs> last... He's most certainly <laughs> he's not. not. Uh, last year... Uh, we were all put on a signed radio show and then I think one of us, I can't remember who had the idea, but we, we decided we'd interview one of our lecturers who had kind of become a cult hero in our course. His name's Roddy Flynn. Uh, yeah. we, had, we, had a, we had a seminar with him every week and it was based on like online lectures and people kind of took the piss out of the online lectures, but we all loved him anyways. Yeah. He still is a, uh, a great lecturer. We had to watch YouTube videos of Roddy in his little home office oh, nice. yeah. and his Star Wars. So like 20 minutes long, seven or eight uh, videos a week. Yeah, it was rough, but uh, uh, people still love the man. So we were like, why not? Well, fuck it, we'll ask him, will, will he come on the, the show? And we went up, I think one of us went up to him at the end of the, the seminar that we had and was like, here, would you mind doing an interview with us? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And then like, ba- I, I'm not going to exaggerate here. I think at least half of our course, if not more, listened to that uh, interview because, oh, definitely, yeah. because um, people just... group chat and stuff. Yeah, and, and the group chat was going off. We have a course group chat. Yeah. Everybody was uh, thrown into it. And like, yeah, it went really well. We got to see a kind of a softer side to Roddy. Yeah, yeah. and like, people afterwards were like, that was great. And then we went, we went over and the recording system, on, like we were, like now you're able to get your clips, like your show off yeah. the system. You can upload it wherever you want. A lot of people do that. But the recording system wasn't working at the no. time. So it's a lost interview now. It was probably, it was we like, still maintain it's one of our finest you know yeah it's probably some of our best work yeah. and it's, yeah. it's lost in the ether that's now. always a great excuse the best work's always <laughs> yeah, but, I, I wish you could hear it but. you know if, if it comes to the hybrids again this year and you're a judge Peter yeah. you know <laughs> we had much better content but uh, yeah. you know um, yes yeah, so you're in this radio game now and it's fair to say that you're doing quite well for yourself 
Um, what's the kind of plans now for the future? Are you looking ahead? Are you setting yourself goals? Or are you kind of happy where it is? Oh, well, I think before we get to that, um, like, how, <laughs> how, does, how does one go from Freak FM? No, you skipped such a large section here. Okay, Went from yeah. Freak FM to, you, now you're, you're, you're full-time, obviously. Yeah. But, like, there was a couple of years there where... A bit of foreplay. A bit of foreplay before. <laughs> yeah. Did you think you, that the full-time gig was going to come? Um... Yeah, I think I think the amount of work I was putting in at the time and what I was doing. So like, we'll skip a bit like Freak had its time and then mm-hmm. that was ended. Then I got into um, into commercial radio, starting Spin South West with the Sunday show. Um, and that was now after months of firing demos to every PD in the country asking for a job or asking for part-time work. And a lot of the time no one replies. And if no one replies, that's when you start sending another email asking them to get the last email. They don't reply to that, you send another demo. I know the feeling well. <laughs> Persistence <laughs> is key. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I did, and that's when you started like, who is this guy? He's calling back and he shut up. And then they might have called you called down. Like Nessa began now, who brought me down to Spin Out West. Um, that was the last demo I threw out um, before I was like, right, I'm going to stop. I've like, 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 five, five months left to college with my finals, and I think I'm proud of it. Like, if Nils comes off this, I'm going to stop free for six months, I go back to him in the summer, and then she might have actually been there for chat. It's like, yeah, Grant, came out for chat. She's like, I want to give you a shout on Sundays. We're like, wow, okay, I did not expect that at all. Um, but like, I might just get cover work here or there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so, I, it's literally the exact same show I'm doing right now. She gave me on the Sunday over there at, in, in Southwest. Then I was doing that for a while. And then how that progressed, I kind of became their main cover guy. Um, co- sorry, cover over the weekend. Then everybody's off during the weekend, cover, like, anything for breakfast, drive time to night time to coast and the zoo crew is that uh, difficult coming in and taking over someone's yeah well you got it you're filling in someone else's shoes and a lot of yeah. time they're way bigger than you are they've had years of experience where i was thrown in the deep end um i think the first big show i covered after trl on spin was on spin south west was breakfast like that's that's the holy grail yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's breakfast and and down there most stations you listen to breakfast has has two people two main people mm-hmm. or you have one and you have Someone that comes in and out every yeah. not every link here and there, the bits and bobs. But down there at the time it was so this is it, it's your show. It was a single man band, like and that was the first time I didn't did it and I was like, Holy shit, I don't know what I'm doing here, like yeah. but I just kinda of went on, just did what I thought was good. And like is it something that right? you try and follow like the usual host routine or do you put yeah, your own stamp at, on? At the start, yeah you would, because if you don't then you're just gonna get lost. Okay. And you're gonna start like swimming on an armband if you can't swim. So you have you get that running order and you start pinging in stuff what they have. You'd be surprised like once you get the running order and, and the main things like you have to do what the show has because it has to follow a schedule for the yes. listener every day. Because just because the main host is gone doesn't mean that the listener has to suffer too. Mm-hmm. So they need so once your clock is starting to get filled around the hour, you start to realise that oh I only actually have still like time after like twelve minutes past eight and then twenty six minutes and then not to forty nine again. Mm-hmm. And you have your three parts there if you do your own little things, you're on like find a funny story on the article on the internet then the rest you've got news you've got to sell this that do a competition here call here another thing there um, then you've got to play like there's only three that type of thing so like the time does fill up okay. and also it's a four hour breakfast show yeah. like, so. and any moments when you're trying to land on your feet that just kind of went really badly Um, not really like a Cocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazed at the same one. Because the shows that I always did on your own, you're not fumbling with other people's mics. You're not, look, you have everything set ready to go. You're going to hit this button, this button, this button. You're um, in control. You're in control of everything, where you're not concentrating on their mics, their levels. Um, so there's not too much to go wrong sometimes in the shows that I do. Um, but like for like when you get a cross station promotion then yeah I have I'm in the middle of the call and I've hit the wrong button and I've gone into ads and the minute you go into ads I go well you're gone now bro. <laughs> there's no coming back from this I'm like right I'm going to have to leave that uh, and, and, and it's, it's upsetting because you're like you're, you have this big call it's perfect it's edited it's ready to go you know where you want to come in you know when you hit your bells and whistles your bangs and cracks and then you hit the wrong button it goes to ads you're like my fucking ass <laughs> and, and then you're like that sounds like it's gone you can't you it's hard to build that up to bring it back to where you want mm-hmm. it to get, like, because like that's the time that competition had to be done. Um, I, I remember when I first started on on the show I'm on now. Actually, yeah, you're right. I did I did go wrong. Uh, the competition. I was meant to do it on my last link, and the phones weren't working. They got it to work. Got it. Cut the caller on. Trying to edit it down, and then boom, my last link bed kicked in. I was like, oh fuck. 
had to lay down all the recording papers, do a last thing of the show. Phone calls meant to go here, didn't go here. Show ends, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to win like a grand here, no one's won a grand. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, it did, it did. Um, and then I was like, well, what's going to happen there? So then Lauren O'Sullivan now, her talk show's gone out. She's like, that's grab, let's do the start of my show. And then she just took a call and just did it in there herself. And then, then yeah. it was fine. Like, then the winner got the prize or whatever it was. I can't remember what, what, what the competition was. Two, it was over two and a half years ago now, or just over two years ago, I'd say. Um, but yeah, that was a bad one, and that, and that was that was the very start, though. And then you learn from those mistakes, and mm-hmm. you do get better from it. And, and you need to learn, you're like, right, my time management is shit, I need to get this better if I want to like mm-hmm. improve. And you need to like know when you're making the call, you got to remember the parts that were shit, so you don't have to like if you do a two minute call and you, you can only use 45 seconds, you got to remember, right, this whole thing was gone get registered you don't need to listen to 30 seconds because you know it was bad mm-hmm. so don't save it um, nobody really cares how anybody's day is going really do you know what I mean cut that part out nobody's know what to have for dinner cut that part out and so and that's when you start to bring it down and then you get your time back and then you probably you're you're leaving less things to go wrong because if you leave more things in there it's going to go wrong yeah. I'm sure there are things that maybe you wanted to put in the show but you realise right this doesn't fit the show or I don't need it like kind of killing your darling thing yeah like this, these days I do links and stuff and the, this phone calls that I have recorded uh, or like I've done the phone call and I'm like I'm way over here already on time for news and like, if I play this out I'm going to be like way too late for news like when I play it and just don't say anything <laughs> shit for the news or cut it down, I'll just try use it another day, or just cut it down and make it sharp, it's really sharp and, and sweet, like, most of the time I'll cut it down and keep it sharp and sweet, because usually for the side of the show that we do, or I do, spin hits myself and Steve, and a few people in the weekend, it's short, it's what you want, because people are only listening to your show for the music, not to hear you kind of spelling on, like, mm-hmm. it's more listening to your own ego and feeling it yourself, if you want to yeah. do long stuff, like Seth, that's, that's funny now, because it, it's yeah. very similar to something Joanne Cantwell said to us, mm-hmm. and like, Joanne was, gave us a lot of wisdom, but I think the one thing that really stuck with me was, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically, you know, people don't want to hear your opinion or no. your voice. It's the people that you have on. So for the likes of us, we do the interviews and stuff like that. And you're the catalyst. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're just trying to, we're prompting you to, to, to rattle off whatever. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, if, if you're going, if you're going, if you're going all out and link, you're going for broke. The only reason why you're doing is because you want someone that you know on the radio, somebody to hear it and think that sounds good. Where the person that's in the car is like, this lad is literally talking shit. <laughs> Whereas like, person that you want to hear it if you've done it shorter like well that was good you made that actually sound really your good. point about timekeeping is something that I've actually experienced because I did a bit of work experience in WLR and Beat when the summer after transition year and I was spent some time in there myself and Beat yeah, yeah. and um, I was I was on air with uh, Oliver Carroll I don't know if you're familiar with Ollie. no um, I know the name he's on the breakfast blah now he was doing drive time before yeah and basically as part of my work experience I got to go into the studio with him while he was doing it and he turned to me one day and was like do you want to play a song and link it and I was like yeah sure so uh, we he said what song do you want to play so I'm on Oasis fan so I chose um, I think it was don't say Wonder Off super, no I think it was Supersonic I chose or else it was Live Forever one of the, one of the two and like so you have your little kind of thing that tells you whether you're over or under where yeah. you're supposed to be in terms of timing and he took it out and it, like, or he took he put in um supersonic and like it obviously I think it went over about like uh, three three or four minutes and like within like seconds he made a few clicks and he was down to like a few seconds over then yeah like it's crazy how quickly like some of them can do it like in their head like they know what song to cut yeah or what segment to cut just so they're bang on time yeah it's definitely a skill that I'd say because that's what you use for um, well a skill that I, I think that made me much more easier to find for time and age and that people in spin are quite good at now is because we used to have to time out show to the second. That'd be tough. Like. Yeah. So, more so for Spins Out West, because at the time, um, the news that went out in Spin in Dublin was going out in Spins Out West. Oh, so when they started in Dublin, you had to be ready. To be ready to if you were late, you pop into the news in South West and you could be five seconds in, they'd be like, and Gary from Martin has done this. Yeah, yeah. And nobody knows the context. So, your clock is going up, you're like, okay, I have to fill time here, can I put another song in, can I put a longer sweeper in, what can I pull, because you can never pull ads, yeah. Yeah. even though, they're the money makers, I know, they're the money makers, but, and they're, oh, if I pull this ad though, I'm perfect, this is it, like, but like, yeah. you can't pull an ad, so that's where, skill to time and it does come in, and now you don't have time out at all, you just got to make sure it's on the air, or just below the air, within, within two minutes of the air, anywhere between there, you're actually fine for, 
for our station anyway. Um, but yeah, for time and out, you kind of learned, learned a lot there. And that's what, in Freak, they hammered home. They're like, time out, time out, time out. Because they knew at the time, a lot of people here are going over to spin and anyway into the, into the Cunicor stations. And time and out is a big factor. And uh, so it needs to be done. It's like, that was a, a we kind of learned a lot in Southwest. That, that's what it was like. That's a good one for us to, to remember. Yeah. yeah. We're probably not, Colin and I host a sports show on DCUFM twice a week. Probably wouldn't be our strongest suit now, timing. Yeah, no, because, like, yeah. honestly, it's hard, I know, like, for me, myself and Greg, it, to do a sports show in an hour, a bi-weekly sports show, like, you see, like, the off-the-ball lads, they do one, like, three hours a day, yeah. Monday yeah. to Friday. They have loads of time, and they can find the, their niche stories full. Whereas, like, me and Greg, we can only really cover the main stuff. So we cover... I touch, you know, yeah, on a lot of stuff. we cover our soccer, we cover our hurling football, and we cover our rugby. And even then, that depends on who is available. So it's very yeah. much up in the air. So it is tough. Because then, like, sometimes we need uh, to fill the end with those niche sports. Like, we've had lads talk about... Uh, NFL uh, or NBA. Yeah. Like in, um, and then other times, like, there'll be so much to cover. So let's say the Champions League is on. Like, yeah, now it's the National Leagues are back. National Leagues are back. So Champions we'll League, that, like, in full flight. Yeah, well, Champions League is back. Like, we have to cover the weekend results. Look ahead to the Champions League fixtures and like between the two of them if you're looking at enough fixtures that'll take up so much time yeah and then you move on like like you said the national league now like we have hurling and football to cover as well and then rugby the six nations start and see, yeah when it comes to our national league coverage yeah. and you know we like to do division three and four because that's where leash live now yeah <laughs> so you know how did you on the weekend Greg? uh the leash footballers actually won we bet yeah. down um up in down so that was a great result um the hurlers were playing galway Fair. In like, come on, and in Pierce Stadium, so we ended up losing by nine points. Um, Eddie Brennan's first competitive game as Leash hurling manager. Not the worst. That's what, great. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> had a nice twenty-seven point win against against Offaly. Yeah, it? but like I see, see Ken McGrath. We're getting completely. Yeah, we're getting so <laughs> Are you a fan of the GAA? Nope. No, no, not at all. Um, uh, yeah. I'm actually sorry. I'm doing Leash and Le- Leash went on a training holiday or training camp last year. And Croke Park deemed it fit to, uh, I suppose, penalise us, and yeah. we lost home advantage for, oh, for our for a game. Yeah, uh, so our Leash and Loud is now in Croke Park on Saturday. Oh, doing so you're paper. back in Croke Park. Back in Croker, yeah. yeah nice. Love my press box up there. Yeah, uh, it'll be slightly emptier than it was on. Like I'm actually think I could be the only one in there. Yeah, you <laughs> might be. <laughs> you might be. But I'm still going up there. Okay. So anyway, Peter, when did you know that you could actually take the radio full time? Because I presume you were working other jobs along with the gigs you were doing at the time when you were first starting out? Yeah, so when I first started, um, what year are we in now? 2019? I think it was January 2016. No, it was January 2015 when I started on First Radio. Um, that's when I finished the college course. So I went back, um, I finished the college course, and then when I, when I finished that, I was like, right, free, I'm, I'm ready to do whatever, whatever comes up. And that's when I started covering um, when I started interviewing for full time shows in South West, it was like co host of the Fully Charged, didn't get that. Um, the show afterwards, didn't get that. Then in January of 2016, um, was offered TRL in Spin South West. And at that time, I was like, I always wanted to move to New York and do the graduate visa. And so I had a year from September 2015 to do that. And when they offered me that in January 2016, I was like, I'll take it, but I'm moving to New York in the summer or in August or September. They're like, okay, we'll get back to you. And then they're like, four days later, they're like, okay, we don't, we're not going to give it to you now because we want someone who's going to be on for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fair enough. That's obviously like cover their bases. That's mm-hmm, pretty fine. Yeah. I was totally fine. That I, I was, I, I knew that was the consequences when I told them I was going to go. Now I could have just said, yeah, I'll take it, and then just said nothing, and said nothing, yeah. and then left. Yeah. But then again, I might have left. Um, and I suppose yeah. yeah, you would have burned the bridges in a very small industry it's as well. Industry, yeah, by... yeah, yeah. But then everybody knows people have to go and travel at some stage. But at that time, maybe not so much. But they, I, they didn't give it to me, so that was fine. They took Connor Hampton from Beat, and then a few days later, took Connor. I got the phone call from the PD and Beat. We were like, "Will you become our main cover guy?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, sounds good." I sells my boss at Southwest. She's like, "That's fine," and she was like, "How are we gonna?" decide who gets you when we need you and I was like and then she was like how about first come first serve whoever asks you first you work for 
And they were okay with that. Yeah, well, Beat knew that my I'd always been with Sewe. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was, and that's where we started. That was grand. But, ne- but she was, Nessa was so nice at, the t- at then to say that, um, look, it's first come, first served. If someone asks you, because I can't be like, let, let's say if, they ask me, if Beat asks to work something, I'm like, yeah, I can do it, but it's not me ring, so S and C, can I do it? Okay. Yeah, ask yeah. Me first. So I was like, Nessa, like, whoever gets first, that's fine. If, if Nile Power asks you, and for Saturday, I, I won, and I ask you too for Saturday. You go, you do beat, and okay. that's fine. And then that's the way it works out a beat, and then... Were you chatting down to, to Watford then? Is there an echo in this room or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't ruin so the illusions, you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, initially for the set west, I'd travel down every time I did a show. I drove from Dublin to Limerick. Then um, I started doing beat, drove from Dublin to beat. Um, and then after beat, I started becoming cover person in 98FM and Spin in Dublin at the same time, so I do both. So there's days where I'd be going morning in uh, in Limerick, mm-hmm. afternoon in Waterford, and then back to Dublin. Wow. Do you think there was somebody flicking through the radio stations? Why is this guy always <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah. there was a time I was on. I Some was, nomadic radio yeah. presenting. <laughs> yeah, well, the times I'd be on 98 at 6 in the morning to 9, and then um, a quarter to 12, I'd be wow. on in southwest of Limerick. Like, Long day. Jeez, I hope you show. got got your expenses back petrol and all that um, no but that's the that's the industry we live in it's, it's cutthroat and you gotta so, do what you gotta right. do to get going you're, you're living in past times yeah. 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 you'll be paying um, them yeah. to uh, literally like, yeah. Um, so yeah it took some like, I, I, at the I was so naive at the time I was like that's great I'm showing doing all this and then I was kind of just never really thought about it I wasn't making any money from it at all just just going to end on Sunday do that show it was only when I started picking up a lot more shows that's when you started making money yeah. I was like not making money money but, but like oh I'm it's uh, like because it cost me time to get down the back and just about cover that and then that's it then it's what job that I do show that type of thing um, so then yeah obviously I was free the whole time I was working in a bar on the weekends in Dalky I was doing promotions to Spinny for in, in Dublin and then at that time I was literally part time centre in all four stations um, spin, spin one through eight, spin set west, and I did a family beat, and then it was just supposed to come for serve for whoever, whoever came. And like they were all, maybe. they were all like okay with this. Yeah, is this like the norm? Would that be? It's not usually the norm. I think at the time I was just like putting myself out there so much, and people need to cover people. And then I, the show that I did as like a jock, mm-hmm. a hot jock, ready DJ. There's only a few was doing it. Okay. Um, and some of them had their full time gigs in Dublin. Oh, that's grand. And then like. I cover. I experienced covering like breakfast in in Southwest, and then I was doing. When you're at beach, you talk your links are a bit longer sometimes. Yeah. And then in and and then the takeover in top seven seven to beat, which I covered mostly. Covered a few daytime shifts, but in the evening time, that's that's a great show. And um, so many people don't know have done that. Um, just let's do what you want, what fits, and what's nice there, and, and it always just just kind of works out well. And you get experience in that, and then yeah, they're all happy because like Southwest doesn't. That's the South West and South East, like they're not, mm-hmm. yeah, they cross each other in the middle somewhere, but they're not competitors. Spinning 98 at the time weren't competitors, so. Yeah. Who's, who's, I, I was told once when I was about 16 or 17, and I, I was working for a newspaper at the time, but another newspaper, I was doing a small bit of freelance for, and I was told at the time I had to pick. I couldn't be in rival oh, newsrooms. Really? Even though I was never in the newsroom, like I was yeah. freelance sports yeah. correspondent, like, but uh, yeah, I was told to pick. Um, yeah, and you did. I did. We won't I did. reveal. We won't, we won't. It's big. It's. Uh, I'm sure everyone's dying to know. To suspense. <laughs> It'll be a little mystery series that we build up from now on. Well, it'll be somewhere leash there, are they? All right, just. There's only two papers. Absolutely, I would be here, Peter. Yeah, I'll shut back. Um, I completely lost my chair. So yeah, so uh, covering. Um, what kind of notice do you get if you're if you're if you're needed to cover a show? Well, sometimes ladies would be the night before, or a couple of hours before, depending where you are. Um, yeah. Or just like people's holidays are booked three and weeks in advance, and they just ring you work in three weeks. Like you talked about covering the breakfast, which, like you said, is like kind of prime time radio. If you yeah. get me in a way, and like if you get the call saying like we want you for tomorrow the main breakfast show, are you shitting yourself or are you just excited to get in and? Um, well, I suppose, yeah, it probably comes into it, like, how familiar you are with the particular host and yeah, their yeah. their show, yeah. I suppose you're trying to... Because the only breakfast show I do, well, I covered the lads in Dublin, I think, twice, mm. back when they started. Or was that? 
I think it was yeah, it's Graham Nathan. Um, but that was more of a tuck and roll show, just gonna just get through it and kind of do what you usually do. Yeah. Don't do too much more. Um, but yeah, but in fully charged in Southwest, if you're coming to the breakfast show, you do what the breakfast show was meant to do. Like, uh, yeah, I was thinking I was nervous the first few times, but like radio is a thing. Like it is nerve wracking. You're you were speaking to thousands of people, but like at the end of the day, it's your job, and you're you're just going into doing your, your ordinary job for nine to five. If you're if you're a baker or something like. It, it's come second nature like now when the mics go up now it's second nature there's no obviously sometimes if you're excited about a lake you get like not butterflies but like you're okay you're ready to go you like, get really energetic for it um, it's great and all um, but like it's, now the mic goes live it's, it's like it's just normal yeah. now it is at the time at the, obviously at the start yeah it was a bit a bit scary like big shows do but um, that's the reason you're there yeah um, and like there's been a lot of talk mainly recently that like radio is kind of moving now and podcasting is coming in but I was listening to the last word from Matt Cooper there last week and he said that there was a statistic I think it was, I think it was in the Irish Times that 83% of Irish people still listen to radio which is like one of the highest in Europe so that must be a really, a really encouraging sign for you as a radio DJ yeah I, a few years ago the lads would be like messing around ah, we're only here for a couple of years we'll be gone anyway <laughs> um, but like no it's not the case if it's something that's been around for so long it's, it's been around before TV and it's still here Our, like everyone watches TV now but everyone's watching online now do you know what I mean like you home the heat but you yeah. never really sit in front of the TV unless you're watching Love Island and all that stuff oh, no. you're Don't watching the matches grab 9 yeah. 10 you're on Netflix or you're playing yeah. Yeah. FIFA I think live sport is the only reason I'd ever watch television I, I yeah. even do that on my laptop I have air sports yeah, yeah, and like Sky Sports this is the reason why I watch her, like the news or something like that in the morning before I go to work just to catch up on things um, but no, I don't think radio. I don't think radio is too powerful medium for it to ever die. Like, like, I mean, like, you can't watch a TV driving your car. I just caught myself with the camera. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm talking to you. <laughs> listen to me. You don't stop listening to the radio. But I, but I, that's that's what it is. Like, you can't watch TV driving your car. You need entertainment driving your car. Where are you going to get it from? Podcasts or radio, or Spotify. So. Yeah. That's that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's, yeah, my, it my parents both still like have it yeah. If they're in yeah. the car, they are listening to radio. And even yeah. even at home, as soon as my dad gets up, uh, like yeah. weekend morning, he'll flick on the radio, whether it is just music. Same. or is it yeah. Like my alarm in the morning is radio. I the radio. Oh, last yeah. breakfast shows, I'll change shows every couple of days. Just mm. Get a different sounds, um, but like it's always going to be there. You need it. The only thing that might drop listeners for us and probably has done is is that. Like digital audio, like yeah. dab in the car is a game changer. Like you tune into stations all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you want like I am. I'm constantly listening to stations, not in Ireland, like Australia, Dubai, UK, America. The big, the bigger leagues, like uh, well, I don't know about Dubai as much, but Australia definitely. Well, it's, it's only emerging. I see it is like yeah. yeah. Well, like, obviously Dubai is only coming to Asia in the last uh, x amount of years. Um, so radio isn't coming there in the x amount of years to the larger audience. Um, I remember watching a show there it was like Getaway Abroad and RT or whatever whatever it was and they are like over 82% of lang- of language spoken in Dubai is English mm. except for there's so many English stations yeah. you talk about Australia it's yeah. funny because you actually recommended them to me yeah. Hamish and Andy were oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that where, is that where you got Hamish and Andy yeah from here alright yeah. oh, oh, I started listening to him uh, the, a few days after yeah, yeah. Recommended. I remember you sent to me alright yeah, yeah. Class, and right. they were obviously like massive radio show hosts out in Australia and yeah. then they moved to podcasting yeah, so now, well. I, I wish you guys knew, like, just listen to maybe a year earlier than, than I told you, because, like, I don't know if all their old stuff is still on iTunes anymore, I don't know if it's just the new stuff, but, yeah. like, I only got onto them about two and a half years ago, but I got onto them at a time that they had a 10-week break from radio to do TV, but for each week was one year of their best of a radio summed up. So have oh, all that okay. audio, I actually have it, I can give it to you guys, um... So I just listen. So that's how I fell in love yeah. with them and, and the way they present. It's just like, it's so relaxed. Okay, it's obviously so well prepared. They produce it like in Australia. They have massive teams working on yeah. the shows. Mm-hmm. Like m- so many people that when it's on air to us, it just seems so relaxed and relaxed. They're just so quick and witty. Like they're just great. If I could compare them to, I think I've said this to you before. I could compare them to the likes of Chris and Kira. On two FM. Yeah. In the in the terms in their terms of setting, they're obviously people that have worked. For it together for a long for time, years, yeah. they yeah. built up a that dynamic yeah. that, that really like comes it. through yeah. when you listen to them. Yeah, and stuff like that. yeah. Um, but yeah, Hamish. But yeah, they have huge podcasts. But like they, they obviously could tie down any radio job that they ever yeah. wanted. They go like 
go back to radio straight away, but I think they, I think they're probably at the stage of their lives where they, um, I think Anthony might be getting married or something soon, I'm not too sure, I may have just made that up, but I know like Aim Hamish has young kids and stuff, yeah, so they're yeah, always yeah. working on the radio show, it demands a lot, so they're like, let's go podcast now, they do TV shows, they have TV shows, yeah. so like they're doing everything like, and they've made their books already, so they may as well. Yeah, they're, they're having fun now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to ask you, You've, you're quite established now in the radio game obviously you have your five hour slot if I haven't mentioned it already <laughs> on yeah, the yeah, the amount of I've heard you just emphasize like that five hour slot crazy yeah. that we get it at this stage like, uh, yeah you're, you're doing quite well for yourself in the radio game are you setting yourself goals for the future or are you just kind of enjoying the ride um, at the minute I'm enjoying the ride um, for here I, obviously I'd love to go abroad both to live and present abroad it would be really cool I think there's always probably windows did, did you ever get off on your grad visa to New York you never no, got to no never went okay yeah, I never got. Yeah, so I came around again. I think we skipped that bit. But I was doing the cover work of the months, so then the show came up, applied, got offered, and stayed. So basically, that's what happened there. Any regrets there? So, no. No. Because the main reason I did a um, positives and, and negatives of, of going and staying with my sister. And the positives stayed just that way because like, I could have just gone to New York, tried. I, I had no full time experience going over it, just part time. Mm-hmm. Um, could have got nothing over there, could have got a little bit, came back here and I'm back at square one, I'm exactly where I am where I left mm-hmm. and all you guys are out there now. So now in the bigger pool than when I left. So it was like It's actually a very apt yeah. conversation to have because like during the summer last year and kinda of early the first semester I was uh, very much set on going to Canada this summer. Yeah. Um and and I was gonna go for a year. I did do the J one experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where did you go? Uh I did Vancouver. Oh yeah. Um, but this this was it like we uh, I was considering that and then we started we started back doing the podcast at the start of the semester and like the guests like to be fair they kept on coming like we were getting some really good guests mm-hmm. and the podcast started but, and now we have a bit of momentum behind us like our l- listeners are growing we can tell that much and uh, as we were getting like get, going through the interviews I was like if I go to Canada whatever chance we might get of getting any media experience out there is probably slim to none Whereas if I stay here, we can continue to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. We can continue. We upload weekly, so we can continue to upload weekly, and we can keep the momentum. Are you going. Are you telling me? Are you telling me, like, if you could have gone to Canada, you and just because we'd like five interviews over the course of something, you wouldn't have gone. Well, it's just it, I just don't like because, and I think I kind of saw like this coming where like the podcast would start to pick up some recognition. And yeah, here, I would have been on, I would have been on that flight to Canada, and it would not have looked behind me. <laughs> Well, you know your priorities, like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, you can just do stuff over there. Like you need that life experience. You don't know what you have when you go over there. Yeah, that's true. As you well. can just find you in the haystack, or you can just get that interview with that person. You know I mean? But a lot that's of people true. we knew were like that in first year, saying, "Yeah, we'll go on our holiday in second year." Um, but now I think a lot of people just realize their priorities in college. I want to keep momentum going. People wait till they're done yeah. the course next year. Yeah, that 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 was my big thing as well. Is that like. Going out to Canada, I know some people can find a good job and they'll come back stinking rich. Like, but yeah. uh, I've also know friends that have gone over with money and come back broke. Yeah. So like uh, that was a very real possibility, and it just made more sense to wait until the degree was finished at least before. Um, Did I tell you about the lad that I went? I went out to New York on a J one. One lad I went. He got a loan to go out, and he was like, oh, "I'm not going to work for the first month. I just want to kind of have a good time." So the first month was over, anyways, and like money was running out. <laughs> got another loan oh. yeah I don't know how the fuck he fucking managed to get like another loan from yeah. the same bank but they just gave him like an extra five grand and he just didn't work at all I had a great time yeah it's a great time it's interesting Peter how old are you? me 25 you're not the only one in the room like what is it a fucking joke about it's, it's when you hit 26 days. you're over the hill so yeah. I'm fine um, 26 next Wednesday so watch yourself <laughs> <laughs> sorry Peter I was thinking about my last 7 days <laughs> Jeez, you're going to have to fit a lot into that yeah. Um, no yeah I'm 25 as well I'm a mature student I yeah. went to uh, NUI Galway for a couple of years where you were I'm a mature Are? student there right now yeah yeah. 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 and um, I was some days there uh, what are you doing in there? Innovation management, postgrad innovation management. Very good. Yeah. Sounds fancy. Don't really know what's going on half the time, but can get fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, do you love Galway? Yeah, Galway's cool. I'm only down there, so it's basically it's the courses mixed between Galway, Limerick, and Cork. So one, you're in physical extras once, one Saturday a month. So okay. last month it was Galway. Um, next month it's Limerick. Then the next month it's Cork. And okay. then I think that's a wrap. Then. And then who's the? But everything's online in between. 
And who's it accredited by? Uh, NYG. NYG, but I actually think you can have, you can set it to your home college. And oh, right. We can probably, like, if you're from Cork, you probably take UCC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, anyway, but I'm not too sure. Very good. But I just set mine to NYG because that's where the course is mainly based from, so yeah. You've got a you've got a long education history. Yeah, I I literally finished my degree three years ago. And I was like, I'm done. Fuck education. Uh, yeah, like, you hear that a lot. Like. Never going back. And what changed? Don't know. I just felt like I think it's probably part to do with the show as well. It was so long that I, I came home at night and I was like, oh, just needed something to take my mind off. Either just going to the gym or like playing sports or just watch. Cause I, I wasn't really playing sports at the time. Um, or just watching TV and Netflix. Like I need something a bit more. Challenging, challenging me, basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. Stimulating. Some more stimulating challenge. You're just like, look, I'll just go back and do this. I'm sure it's going to go. Very good. And you like it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, don't know 10th of June, which is kind of looking forward to it, to be honest. Like, it's pretty annoying when on the evening, like, you'd love to sit down and watch Netflix, but like, you know, you got to do You just something. said that you wanted some time. I know. Like, <laughs> God, make up your mind. And I also said I wouldn't go back. <laughs> and I, I did. But, like, you do get the, like, you know that yourself at college. No, like, the amount of people I've heard, like, especially because now, like, I am at the age where a lot of my friends are finished and stuff and they've gone on and done postgrads and whatever. Yeah. A lot of people that did like, say like their original undergraduate degree, they said never. As happy just to get out the gap with a degree in their hand, like, and then you see them two or three years later going back doing right. postgrads. And, yeah. And even, I, I, one guy has gone back and done two postgrads and he was the most like, like he was the opposite of studious. That's a nice way to put You it. see the way it is when you go back to get, you, it's it's a thing to do finish school and go to college yeah. not necessarily you want to that's what your parents tell you to do what school tells you to do you do your degree nine times out of ten you like it or that's what you want to do or like and that other time you never want to do that degree you just did it to get it through but if you go back as a mature student like yourself you're going back to do this because you want to do it Yeah. so if you go back and you want to do it you've no problem studying like I find myself easier now to actually go and do study or do assignments rather than back then where it'll be a chore at the time sometimes because like you're this is what you're doing now, but like now you've selected to do this and that's the way it's gonna go. Yeah, fair so enough. I still find yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously I do find hard to, to go and do the studies sometimes, but like you've chosen to do it, so you gotta man up about it and do it, like do you know what I mean? I'm so, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. you, like you're absolutely just ripping on me yeah. today, like <laughs> Alright. Um, <laughs> usually usually it's Colin or Gavin, I'm not used to this getting the uh, you make a lot of guests aggro, in fairness. Yeah, <laughs> I, do, I do stir. I He's do very stir pot. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, right, let's talk music because yeah. that's uh, obviously a large part of your show and your daily life. Yeah. Do you like chart music, popular music? Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like when I go to nightclub at ten, I get more excited that the like catch of TikTok is on that they do some house shit that I wouldn't even. Yeah, like, I genuinely do. So is there I any said coppers? I'm not really fine. Yeah, it's great. I go Christmas and that's about it. Yeah. Um. So let's talk favorite artist. Do you have any at the minute? I'm really like Post Malone. Yeah, Post Malone. Yeah. He's really like. Yeah. He was. I remember because his second album dropped. Was it? March or April last, last year. year yeah. And I remember I listened to it a lot at the time now. Like I listened to it kind of religiously for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then I think for like the latter half of the year, I didn't really like the odd song that would come up on Spotify, I listened to. But come to the end, and I got the Spotify um, end of year thing, and he was still number one top artist in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's really taken off now. I definitely like his new songs, The Sunflower. Sunflower. Sunflower is very good. Oh, yeah. wow. He's got one out. Wow, as well. It's yeah. making a way up into our, into our playlist now. The next, any, say next week will be in our main playlist. Any particular genres? Hip hop or rock, or does it vary? Uh, it varies. I kind of just like what I like when it comes out, but like, said it with all, I like it. Um, funny thing, I don't have Spotify. Really? What? what? Apple, yeah. music? Apple Music? Don't have anything. No, what? No, because you have enough in your job, I suppose. Yeah, well, I listen to it every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just... What, do you buy albums? Like, or... I still buy DVDs. What's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. I, I, love, I love just opening the DVD and sticking the DVD player and watching it. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that, it. yeah. What? Like, how? It's just a thing. Like, all you have to do is press a button on your laptop and it's done, like... It was lazy. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, that extra three steps to get to the DVD player. It's also free. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just never, like, of course I'll listen to it for the last half and I put on a song, but I can't, I'll... So if you took out your phone right now and someone, like, okay, you're at, you're at a house party, someone yeah. says, someone connect to the speaker there, play something, do you have anything on your phone? That's what YouTube's for. Wow. That's what I see, at least put on wow. YouTube. I never, I, I don't know, I, I think I got things in my head that, like, Spotify's kidding radio, kidding our jobs. 
Okay. So I was like, I don't so want to the Yeah, match. there's kind of a stink. There's there. an element and, to that, And Graham yeah. from Footy Charge, he was in that same buzz, and then until one day he came in and he goes, I caved. And I was like, I knew you caved. <laughs> and he took it, and he downloaded the bottle. And but Peter, like technically you are a student and you can get it for a fiver a month. Like, it can get yeah, yeah, fiver, yeah. Is it not a fiver a month? It's more expensive than fiver a month. It's tenner, yeah. Tenor yeah. Month, regularly. Apple Music's and, But you can get the first three months for 99 cents. Could you just keep and making up emails then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you do still get ads, don't you? No, premium. No, if you get no, premium, you get no, premium no. no, but even on the, the premium trial, do you not get... No, no. Oh, right. Nah. Yeah. Hence premium. Yeah, Kirk. Hello. I've got too many direct debits. <laughs> and are you a concert festival goer? Uh, yeah, I was at Ben Howard there last Friday. Oh, very, oh, very good. good. Fingers. Oh. What's in the box? I, oh, I stuck on the bin. Oh, no. There it is. Hanging on to the ticket check. Yeah, it's just in my jacket. Um, no, he doesn't do what he does anymore. He remembers all stuff, every, every Kingdom, his first yeah. album there, all like, um, the... Wolf and stuff. Those songs are just so good, and the way he's he gone EP, now. Didn't he? He did play EP. He did play EP. Yeah. Um, he, so I was actually chatting to one of the girls that yeah. works in the music industry, and um, she says he doesn't play anything off that album anymore. It won so many Brit Awards that year, and that's how he came to be famous. He hates the fame that album brought him, that he won't play those songs. Wow. A lot of artists like that. Yeah, and, and I was at his gig the other night, and it was so sad to see. But like, loads of were even early. Because he was. He spoke to the crowd. Three. It took him forty five minutes to actually address that the crowd was there for him. Wow. In the, in the three arena, like, like. Wow. And then he went even early, and he said, "It was like, hey, you doing Dublin? Thanks for coming twice in five minutes." And the next time he spoke, it was like, "Thanks, Dublin." And then walked off the stage. Wow. It, it was weird to see. Like, cool. he's, like that's some contrast. Like yeah. Gavin and I went to uh, Florence and the Machine back before Christmas, and like yeah, amazing show. She's class. Like yeah. sorry, which headline EP? Yeah. yeah, like fantastic show and everything, but like. You nearly had to drag us out of the tree arena afterwards. We were we were mad today, like you know, it's it, there licking the walls. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for Kira King. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love festivals. I love good festivals. For yeah, so what ones have you been to recently? Like I suppose, like if we say twenty twenty eighteen, what ones were you at? Um, Fletcher Picnic, Longitude, Forbidden Fruit, Body and Soul. Okay, so it's trying to eat work now. But see, they all fall on the same weekend. Oh, yeah. Sessions, Body and Soul, and there's another one. Uh, oh, the one in Cork. Uh, no, that's the Independence. Independence. No, that's not the Bank Holiday. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's three of them, though, do fall on the same weekend. Um, that Body and Soul mm-hmm. weekend, I, I think, goes up. Obviously, those ones are wrong, so the Body and Soul. Didn't go to Independence because I got to Cork that. Well, I haven't Cork that time every year, but I didn't go to that. But yeah, I try to go to the most of the big ones, like, to be honest. See, Sessions is class, so I went there oh, once, and it was really good. And um, do you I, go international yeah. at your festival? No, no, I haven't gone yet. No. Gav here is going for all seven days as a ticket now. I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. I don't know, we'll see. Maybe we're really hot and sticky and we're rotten. Yeah. It might be. I would like, yeah. I know some girls have got an Airbnb. I do I, Airbnb uh, jobs. I, I see friends of mine got, got an apartment. I don't, I don't mind. I really enjoy the festival no. camping life. Yeah. We're, we're too old Absolutely. for that. Wait till you hit 26, period. But I think. Uh, <laughs> you're not even 26 <laughs> yet. Well, I'm not going to be camping when I hit 26. <laughs> but I get this lad was a miserable bastard a lot of time. I, yeah. I live like about five miles from it. Uh, from EP, sorry. Yeah. And um, like, I, I posh camp, basically. Yeah. So I, I do camp, but I go home every morning. Have a shower, nap, yeah, um, a tea, come back. Uh, that's all right. That's grand, like, but you, I, you camp with, and then go home in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Campsites have to crack. That's all right, though. I I know some people that go down to that local pool and go have a shower there. Yeah, and then no. go back. Yeah, some some people think that's cheating. Which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it is like I'll, 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 I'll happily admit I stayed the but first year I camped. I, I have was... had a fe- uh, shares at festivals though. That's fine. Uh, oh, that's right. Usually are terrible, but the lines are shite. Yeah, no. Did that sea sessions. Most yeah. of them I just uh, get out of the tent and essentially pour like a two liter bottle of water and we have an aquifer. Yeah, shower. I do. Yeah. I do that one. And then baby wipes or half a can of lakes and baby wipes. Yeah. And then Actually, in fairness, off you go. In fairness, like yeah, we did go home. What was the first the Saturday morning? But we stayed then. We stayed too long because I was I no, was I was nearly not going to go back. On the um, on the for a while I was like I we didn't we didn't go home on Sunday morning. And then we actually yeah. stayed in the campsite. In fairness, we. Yeah. 
for, for good sat for, there in her for good or filth. Yeah. yeah, it was filth. It's a long time Monday. You got to shut it up. Why did you have to bring that up? Like, it is grim on Mondays though. Yeah. After Fester, you're oh, there. Oh, this lad had a broken trolley, and it was the funniest uh, thing ever. I, I actually had like. <laughs> he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> he was in tears. I, I, you go across and said some time. Yeah, I had a bit of a nervous breakdown leaving on the Monday morning. Um, I couldn't function in any way, and um, I. Sorry, my dad had given me this little trolley thing um, to bring in all the shit, but I blackmailed the lads when we were coming in, and I was like, right, if you want to put your shit on the trolley thing, you have to pull it. So yeah. they actually pulled it in, and I didn't have to do it, so it was grand. But then coming back, they were like, no, that thing's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I loaded it all up, tied it all perfectly. It took me like half an hour, and I had it all perfect. I was like, this thing is not going to fall over, it's not going to do shit. Picked it up. Just collapsed straight away, right. and I just kept doing it. And, and the wheels broken yeah. as well, so like the wheels were like folded at once, yeah. and it kept on folding in. Then every time I oh, tried to pull it, and like we were coming it through took the woods, like, it took us like a half an hour to get out. Of the, yeah. get out of the camp we were coming through the woods, like, and uh, we were coming up a hill, and it just kept doing it, like, and I just sat down there and I started like crying. There's nothing worse than that little hill there. Oh, and I still wouldn't pay for one of them fucking. And all they did is laugh at me. Like the two of them just like took out the phones, laughed at me for like half an hour straight, and I was there like. Ball and crying. Yeah, 100% um, deserved. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, it took us like ages to get home. My dad started arguing with every guard on the way. Yeah, because like, they were all trying to divorce. Like, my dad's like, you know, if I just go up here now, I'll be home in two minutes. Yeah. But they're sending us out like an hour of a loop. Yeah. And he was getting like frustrated because obviously the delay of an hour and a half getting out. He was ready of, to get out and scrap them at home stages. Yeah. yeah. I thought he knew that guy. It turns out he did not know him yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> Um, in terms of live acts, what have been some memorable performances that you've seen? Again, Post Malone Longitude was class. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, I thought it was mad that he went for a point in like one of the local yeah, punk yeah. as well. That was just so, so um, terrible. Matt Lamore I've seen three times. In fairness, the set broke uh, uh, Longitude at Marty Park. Yeah, really a lot of problems with it. Like the computers kept crashing, like you could actually see the desktop screen on the screen oh, on the stage oh, them trying to fix it like and obviously outdoor concerts Marty Park you're going to be doing it now by 11 yeah so he's like running he was in about half an hour and like, I knew he always directs the crowd but at the time he just he just had to blitz through his set like right. he wasn't as good outdoor he wasn't good there as he was through you know I've seen him twice in three minutes, and he's like phenomenal there uh, take that I saw actually Take that last year on that if you, ever, you may not be a fan of Take That I feel like a bit guilty pleasure but their concert is a spectacle it's just Phenomenal! What what goes at the production value is just incredible. What they do, if you if you do get a chance, I know tickets are always like gold. Just they are coming back here in the summer, I think. Um, but yeah, definitely sure I'll take that as well. And yes. any any Irish acts that you're particularly fond of? Crowns class. They're always good live. I don't know how many times I've seen them. Live. I, I was having a we're doing our research, having to creep on your social media there. Um, Hudson Taylor, I seen popped up a good yeah, few times. Your Hudson fan? Taylor, yeah, fan. Um, Alfie was here below me in the same school. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. So. I actually went I to um, Ronan as well. Actually, um, I think he's the bass or the guitarist. I think he's the mm. bass player. He was in the year He played rugby with Ronan for years. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, I went to that. They did a gig in the Roshan Dove in Galway. Yeah. Um, and it was like I think it was like sixty people, and tickets were like eight euro. Yeah. And it was honestly the best yeah. gig I've ever been. They're to. class. Like they really are. And I did another one, Two Door Cinema Club. It was supposed to be a Two Door Cinema Club oh, yeah. tribute band. Yeah. In the Roshan Dove, and everyone was like, Two Door Cinema Club. Like they've won fucking album at the yeah. time. Like yeah. and. It turns out it was them and uh, they were debuting their new album. Yeah. And again, like 60, 100 people, maybe. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes the headlines, though. They're like, oh, yeah. they're like, um, oh it, was, it was the talk of Galway for like the whole week coming up to it because it had kind of started to break. People were starting to kind of click. They're like, there's no way that's actually yeah. just a mm. tribute band. What was it called? It was like Tudor. Ch- yeah, it was yeah. Tudor, yeah. But yeah. your last, um, not last night, Monday or Sunday night, Bastille concert. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Lewis Capaldi was meant to support them. And last night, Luke Sopaldi put on Twitter, anyone Dublin want me to come play there to do it, play in your band. <laughs> and he played Bleeding Horse. And that has made the headlines in the last day or so. Luke Sopaldi's been everywhere and everybody's kind of forgot about the Dublin's medical. I'm glad people that I didn't get to go. Oh, yeah, might as well, yeah. But, um, Obviously, they're going to rescheduled the last two gigs, but like, yeah, this quality's capitalized. And you right. find now as a DJ that Irish music, like, I feel, I don't know, just from kind of keeping up with the Irish music, is really starting to flourish now. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. There's so many great bands, so many great singers. Yeah. Are we going to name drop? Uh, yeah, well. Uh, why? Oh, no, actually, I've got a text to show you, right? So, uh, the, the newspaper I write for. Um, What's the name? Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've said it a million times on the podcast yeah, before. I think we've but anyways, before. Um, my editor, um, 
my editor, he did this travel blog about leash playing down at the weekend. He went all the way to down and every year he does this travel blog about like getting there to there. He's got kids and stuff and it's funny. Um, so he in it he said like that radio shit yeah. basically um, he said like there was nothing on it this yeah, obviously hour wasn't listening to Peter Collins obviously yeah. you know and um, honestly not he, I, I, I texted and I said love the travel blog but uh, you know uh, here's a podcast for you because he was giving out oh, so yeah, I sent yeah. him our podcast and um, the response I sent him a link like and the response I got was who is Tebby Rex Sounds like a robot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know the the boys, Teddy Rex. They're a hip hop duo from uh, Maynooth. No, we had them on our podcast. There they recently did a song with the Blizzards. Already, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they're kind of up and coming hip hop yeah. duo. Um, but yeah, people like when you say, "Oh, we interviewed Teddy Rex," they're like, "What's that?" That. Yeah. yeah. I went around for the week coming up to it, being like, "So which one's Tebby and which one's Rex?" <laughs> which apparently <laughs> was too inaccurate. And yeah. I got absolutely grilled by the two of them. Cop on! Come on, get 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 your shit together. Get your information right. At least learn their names. I was like, no, definitely has to be one. Has to be Tebby and Dutter's Rex. And it turns out it was right. Nice. Yeah, we well awesome. Yeah, yeah. But the way the kind of Irish music scene is breaking out now, like it's always been strong. But there's like a multitude of great Irish acts who are really accessible. So like I've been kind of emailing people, and we do have some really good up and coming Irish. And when I say up and coming, like some of them are proper, proper established. Yeah. yeah. So like the likes of Wild Youth, they've said that they're gonna. That's a chat to them yesterday. They're into or yeah. last year in the opposite. They they launched their EP there yeah. last last Friday, and, right, yeah. and it's great. And there's yeah, there's multiple bands that I've gone on to, and yeah. they all seem. I think they're looking to get do as much PR as possible just to put their name out there. Oh, and it's also it's yeah. also great for us because they have an expanding audience all the time, and if we can tap into that, we're expanding our audience as well. So it's yeah, I think I picture this. I lead in the way with the Irish acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they really take they, they really Actually, the academic are doing brilliant. They they're really over in America now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. They're doing fantastically well. I remember seeing them. They supported Noel Gallagher in um, the Marquee in Cork there four or five years ago. Yeah. Their acts are really blown up now. We had them for a private gig for us. We had a private gig, a surprise gig. We had them, they were releasing a new album, Tales in the Backseat. Mm. They're just so good live. They're really mm. good. Should have supported Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what more could you want? Yeah. Um, guys, do you have any final questions to ask, Peter? So, Peter, aside from music, yeah. uh, you do like a bit of sport. Yeah. You also play a bit of sport. Yeah. What do you play? Uh, very rugby. What position do you play? Uh, wing or 13. I was going to say it has to be a winger. Wing, yeah. Winger or 13. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and you're a Munster man? Yeah. Well, Munster supporter. Uh, Family's yeah. from Cork. Yeah. Both my parents are from Cork. Cool. Um, both parents from Cork. Born oh. in Germany. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna here. warn you. He's gonna take that clip from the video, <laughs> and he's probably gonna make like a boomerang over yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. for something. Sorry, go on. Uh, both parents in Cork. Uh, born in Germany, and then brought back here. And so yeah, just living at home. Well, it's good. They yeah. didn't just leave you in Germany. Yeah, they home, but yeah, like, they leave you there. Glad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No big ones. They saw the potential radio DJ in the money. He'll do better with an Irish accent than a German accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you also, f- from my extensive social media creep, you got to play alongside your brother. Yeah. Big moment. Yeah, it was actually. How much is between what? How much Three years, yeah. Oh, that's not. So we always, be, we always be see each other in school. So whenever I finished juniors and he finished seniors, we'd never cross over. Right. Um. So we always meet each other there, and then obviously for club rugby, you're the same grade as your age group, so I never played them there. Okay. And then yeah, I finally got it there. A couple of uh, very good. End of, end of April, I think, was last year, maybe. Who's better? Me. All right. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although he's played the last two games, he's got two tries and two, so he's not too bad. Fair enough. We're both your... different. Though. He plays in the back row. Like, so All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know where you'll be watching the game on Saturday? This Saturday, potentially Ooh. in the Martello and Bray, maybe. Ooh. We'll see. Ooh. Score prediction. Um. Oh, I I don't know about a score. I think we'll do it though. Yeah. I'd say we we'll at least get three tries. Um. Depends on how Johnny's off the tee as well. Any tickets? No, I probably can't take a slash. Gold dust. Gold dust. Yeah, I'd say Ireland somewhere in the 20s and um, England in the teens. Right. Um, right, so, right, so, I guess we'll wrap yeah, it up. Before there. we wrap up, uh, you, uh, we'll do the uh, quick fire, get to know you, and then I have one more question, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Okay. Right, so any advice, Peter, for people like ourselves, people trying to get into the industry? Or the stuff you've learned yourself. Have you been listening on. for the last hour? Like, <laughs> I've this guy. basically mapped it out. <laughs> <laughs> you go to free. You go to free. Basically, you go to free, and five years later, you're Peter Collins. <laughs> I knew this question. What, after the name change as well or something? I'm sorry. Um, 
it's so hard. People always ask you any tips to get into the mm. industry, and, and or is there a way in? There's no straight door into the industry. It's re it's it's a tough industry to get in. But like once you once that there's a crack in the door opening, you jam your hand in and don't let it close again, and you keep pulling and pulling and pulling until it fully opens and you step through. Um, persistency is key. That honestly, it really is. Whether you're good or you're bad, that doesn't make a difference. If you're persistent, you're keen. And a really good example of of that is of persistence is Shona Ryan. She was once the PD of Spin, but she was also once the work experience kid. Who never left. Wow. Just worked her way up. Worked her way straight up from the bottom. There you go. Work experience, never left, again program director of spin. Same Jamie Crawford, you started to spinny and then you CEO. Never left. Those these persistence paid off your you show interest, love for the station, passion. That's what it is. Put in the hard work, doing your research. It is just hard work and persistence. That's what it is. Obviously, there's a, an, an element of, um, of like skill as well at okay. home. You learn stuff as you go along from different things. Like just because I do this type of show doesn't mean it's the only show. It's what you're confined to. Like yeah, yeah. you've got to pull from everything. That's like Hamish and Andy. Like yeah. their delivery is so good. That's like you need to take that delivery and, and execute that yourself. Uh, always listening to other 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 shows, other podcasts. If like if you want to get into radio or if you want to do podcasts, or you're obviously constantly listening to podcasts. And not just stuff you're you're interested in, you have to listen to stuff you're not interested in. Because that's the stuff where it's different to what you're doing, yeah. and you pull something there into your own, and then you just make something that works. Like It's just, it is hard work, persistency, um, always great to know someone. And networking is really good. Um, I know from when we first started in spin, like, you do in radio, you start getting invited to events and do stuff. And I, I, I was like, oh, I don't really want to go to these, I'm really nervous to do this stuff. But I went to a few of them, started chatting to a few people, got to know people. And you don't realise the opportunities that come from just talking to someone. Like, I've had done loads of really good experience over the last two years and done loads of things, um, achieved lots of things. And um, from just going to these events, meeting people, they're like, oh, I remember that guy, Peter, he was really good at this thing, he might grab to come board on this project, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, and that's what it comes like. You just put yourself, really put yourself out there and stop caring what other people like really I think do. we take a lot of those boxes and what you said yeah. about networking like besides this podcast where we interview people we get to just talk to people in the industry this is like one big network for us as well oh yeah, yeah. like it, it's when one you big. have like you clearly are good at networking for the people you have well so, Colin is very good and yeah. persistent with the emails yeah, so yeah. he is certainly uh, he doesn't need to practice that one Gavin and I might yeah. slightly <laughs> I have a template that they need to stick by because <laughs> I've said to them you start doing the emails because I'm sick of doing it all the time but use my template because yeah, <laughs> you use it by yourself. Um, Peter, I do have one question for you. Do you ever see yourself returning to the print side of things? Or maybe not even necessarily print, but the journalism side of things kind of in a more, I suppose, you know. I've always thought about, I have. I know there's a blog up there that I still have on Blogger and there's another one on WordPress that I left and never logged back into. I know there's there somewhere. Um, I've always kind of thought about maybe sitting down and writing stuff again. I don't know, like, do you ever self, print, see yourself sitting print. down at a desk at the Irish Independent on the sports desk, or no. do you see yourself at radio for? No, I think I think uh, at the time before I love reporting sports at the time, but now I think I just prefer watching. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it, like when you say print, obviously you mean like online as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think I just prefer watching it now. Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay, all right. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, this has been In Conversation with Peter Collins. Peter, thanks for coming. No worries, it's been a pleasure, boys. It's been a great chat. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Keep listening. Bye.